Oh, g'day. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Hi. Good show today. Great show. Yep. Uh, what did we do? I was funny. Uh, we had a few arguments off air, but on the air, you couldn't tell. Yeah, speaking of that, I've got to, we've got to go because my potatoes are cooking. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. My yeah. potatoes are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> my potatoes are cooking. <laughs> Sounds like a... You said that sounded... Do that again. My potatoes are cooking. That was no? pretty close to Miley Cyrus. Do it with uh, a bit more husk in it. Ah, my potatoes are cooking. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> Lindsay, you went Lindsay Lohan. Right. <clears throat> yeah, my potatoes are cooking. Now no, that's you're me. Australian again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we do today? We talked about conspiracy theories. Yes, we did do that, didn't we? Um, we also found out what we're going to do with your hair once it's all shaved off. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, no spoiler. <laughs> Have to listen. Yep, yep. That's coming up. But... Oh, and the five secrets of a man. Yeah, according to uh, Escort. It was. It was a jam-packed show. Let's get into it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Mm, you got the sexy music. I don't know. This uh, might actually be more depressing. Have you got depressing music? Um, that can be depressing music if okay, you're not cool. getting any oh, yeah. sex. Hang, hang <laughs> on. There you go. Try that again. Okay, all right. No, put on the other music then. Because, yeah, you're right, Stav. Maybe it is depressing if you're not getting any. Because there has been a very interesting article written by a escort. Mm-hmm. Samantha X. She's a famous escort. She does all these articles and blogs at the moment, but huh? she's released the five secrets your husband would tell an escort. Samantha X, is she the one who was going out with the news reporter? Yes, correct. She's the one that was a journalist and then stopped her profession to become a high-class escort and then she wrote a book about wow. it. She went with a guy for... For what? For what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> But she's written uh, what five uh, things that husband would tell an escort, and mm. forget the fact it's to do with with that sort of paid thing. I'm not suggesting anyone would no, go and, a lot and of the see time someone. It's, it's for a chat in the but company. But I want to know if you guys feel the same as this because okay. there's five points. Just say yes or no. Yeah, to each like of them. But okay. So the number one is that no guy would want to cheat. They would actually prefer to be with their wife. I agree with that. Okay. Well, yeah, okay, well, that's entrenchment. You both have to agree with that. No, no, no. Oh, but, I, but they're I know basically saying. saying that a lot of people don't want to have affairs. Yeah. But they end up at these places through a need. Yeah. Well, I always say a man feels if a man asks for sex mm. and they get a no, we will ask again. Yes, but it's actually if your wife is repulsed by you or the person you're with, yeah. you act. It's actually it's very hurtful yeah. that yeah. rejection. We our love language is obviously sex, mm. and it, it actually hurts a lot to get an. And I think that women forget that the love language is sex and just go, "Oh, that's all you want," rather than you're actually doing it because of me. But she says the amount of guys that would say how much they love their wives. Mm. She said, "I actually get overhearing about it." Right. Well, she gets jealous of the wife. No, she just said they all just come to declare how much. Number two, a lot of guys feel that the dogs and kids get more attention than they do. Well, that's that can be true. That's why I don't have pets. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm higher in the pecking order. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they're too low in the pecking order. Number three. You, you worked that out about Scotty with the steel cap shoes that you got from Aldi that could... And, yes, yeah. yes, Whereas yes. the kids had Nikes and the dog was at Crufts. Yes, we always put... And we feel, feel that the lower, the, the youngest kid is always number one. Yeah. So our baby's always, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's the one that grows out the clothes the quickest and he gets the most expensive. Number three. They feel like they're a walking credit card. Oh. Uh, I don't feel that way. My wife's pretty good with money. You're, good. Ask, you're asking two people that wouldn't go to an escort to get this all off our chest, but I understand where they're coming yeah. from. Yeah, but, but they just said sometimes they envy the fact that their woman can spend money, um, and sometimes they just want to hear someone go, you know what, I'm going to take care of financials. Everything's going to be okay. Thank you for telling me that while I'm paying you $1,000 an hour. <laughs> 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 you know? Number four, their wife has told them that they don't want sex anymore, and that is hurtful. Right. You've already yeah. addressed that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And number five, guys will admit, well, you know what? I'm actually just a little bit selfish. Uh, we are selfish. So, I mean, I, that's probably true too, isn't it? We are quite selfish. No, I think it's a, from case-to-case basis, but Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it started very emotional, that list, and then just ended in, <laughs> I'm just a sleazy. I'm just selfish. Well, yeah. they're the five secrets. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I wonder if they do it like that, because it's a secret. They go, hey, I just want to let you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm less important than the dog and the cat. But don't tell anybody. Yeah, but that, that's when she chucks on the levy, though. Yeah. Oh, we got a sad one, another grand. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? Hey, you 
can ask us anything. First call's time. Best callers who get on the air are going to pick up tickets to enjoy the luxury movie experience of Gold Class at Event Cinemas. Book now, eventcinemas.com.au. Suzanne in Tarragon. Taringa. Taringa, sorry. Taringa. What do you want to talk about in first calls? Hi there. I just wanted to let you know my son, who is just turned nine, um, he was diagnosed with autism last year and he wrote a wonderful book. Um, all for families and children, mainly for children, mm. just to explain what he's going through and the kind of experiences that he's had over the last year. And oh. I was just so, so proud. Uh, autism with me. I'm actually holding it. a copy of it here. You must have sent it in previously. That's lovely. Yes, yes we sent it. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome, and I love that because my um my dear friend has a, a little boy with autism, and she's always posting, you know, to be autism aware because that's that's what really yeah. helps, you know, to, for other kids to be aware of it in primary school and stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, Abby's yeah. gone straight to the back page to read the twist. She always does that. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the drawings? Did he do them as well? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, did you do the? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Joe. Joe, they're very good. All right, we'll, uh, we'll get a picture of that on yeah, our Instagram well, as well, well if people Joe. want to have a look at that. Thanks for your call, Suzanne. Jody is on from Red Bank Plains. Your first time on the air. Welcome to the show, new friends. Thank you. <laughs> Hello to everyone. What do you want to chat about? Um, shout out to grandparents, I suppose. Um, I start work at 6am in the morning. Daycare doesn't open until 6am, so it makes it really hard, but... Mm. I do heavily rely on my dad um, to drop her off and stuff like that in the morning so I can actually go to work. So, yeah. A shout-out to a lot of grandparents. A shout-out to my parents as well because they do the same. So I wouldn't be able to get through. They're amazing, aren't they, Jodie? They are. They're a great help. They make all the difference, that's for sure. Especially when I thought my parents would probably plan on retiring and going overseas, (laughs) but no. (laughs) No, It just starts, doesn't it? It's just warming up for them. Uh, And they're all celebrating too. I find it, isn't it funny that circle of life where you're like, oh, finally I'm free? But then my mother was banging for grandchildren. Mm. I was like, yeah. you just got rid of this lady. What's wrong because with you? Because it's different. Because I don't have the whole... Responsibility. Uh, responsibility. They yeah. can hand them back. Yeah. Uh, well, 131060 is our number. First calls. Anything you want to chat about today? Hi, Brooke. Morning. How are you going? Good. What do you got for us? It is about driving, but don't worry, Maddie. It's not to do with merging. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just had an ambulance come up behind me, and I want to know... What do you guys do when an ambulance comes up while you're driving? Because everyone seems to do different things. Like, I've always heard you're meant to move to the left and create a path, but mm. then you have some people who just run through red lights. You have other people who just slip down the middle. Yeah. What do you guys do? I indicate to the left and pull over to the side of the road when it's first available to do that. I freak out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people seem to freak out. It seems to be one of those things where it's really important but not a lot of people actually know what to do. Can I ask, if you are the first car, say, at a red light, mm. and there's a car beside you, so you can't move to the side, and an ambulance comes right behind you, mm. can you run the red light to I get out of their way? slightly into the intersection and move to the left, and if you do get a ticket for anything, you are able to give a call up and explain that somewhat, you and they move. normally have photos, yeah. That's what That's I was... That's what I thought as well, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. might get someone on about that yeah, on Monday. No one seems to know. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. All right. Thanks, Brooke. Do you know what they're good at, Brooke? Um, ambulances? Merging. What's oh, that? they do. They merge mm. like professionals. Yeah, because yeah. everyone has to get out of the way for them. <laughs> yeah. No zipper rule there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to Rose. Rose in Cleveland. Let's stand, we'll stand. Oh, I've got some, something good for you today, and it is just hearsay. I must profess that. But okay. my phlebotomist, who took my blood the other day, said Inez will be in Cleveland Court on Monday for a DUI. Yep. And she got this from um, a GP in the area, which could be, again, hearsay, but she did see her coming out of the doctors after losing about 12 kilos from stress. Yeah. So maybe you should get the code out there on Monday with some uh, cans of Coke yeah. and... Uh, and see what he can spot coming out of the courthouse. Yeah, she, <laughs> like she it, got Rose. she got done for um, no, she did actually get done for drink driving on Christmas Day. She did go to court and it did get pushed back, so right. she is appearing in yeah. court oh, in March. The date was go. released. Yeah, Inez from Married at First Sight. We're talking about who Inez. We've texted you through Martha from Married at First Sight. If you're listening, you're always free to call our show for a chat. Thirteen ten sixty. Um, maybe we do have to go to the courthouse in Cleveland to see. But if- she's busy. You know, <laughs> not what she's she walking from. What she goes from court to the kebab shop or court to the. We're we gonna be like that journalist yes. running, like, 
Ambulance yes. chasers. Matt, we are going to leave that job to you, okay? Yeah, why don't you want to... Don't you want to come as a team? I want to be a little bit classy, like pretend to be oh, classy. Holy! Oh, when did this happen? When did what? this happen? What? 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 <laughs> I don't know. Just... No, all right, I'll be there. Rose, do you want to come? You want to come with us, Rose? I'd be there in a heartbeat. I don't have any class about me at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're doing it. We're going to Cleveland Courthouse. All right. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Still no closer to solving the disappearance of flight MH370. Conspiracy theorists believe they know what happened. They do, and there's a new book that's out on the hunt for the flight because it is. It's one of the most mysterious um, disappearance. Mm. You know, there's a lot of grieving families that still try and find answers, and there's a lot of websites that have come up with conspiracy theories. Uh And there is a very senior uh, journalist from The Australian who's put a book together because he's got an alert of all these um, conspiracy theories that go off, and he's put them all together. And this one is his favourite to do with the flight, and... It comes from a former Qantas manager, flight trainer, and veteran airline captain. Right. This but, is the, the the conspiracy comes from him. Right. So a guy who would be well informed to understand if this is plausible or not. Absolutely. But you got to remember, he, this is just a conspiracy theory. But he believes that there was a, a a love story behind it that is now turned into a mass murderer to do with the pilot. Right. He says that the pilot was in love with one of his mistresses and he wanted to be with her. So he got two uh, passports, two stolen passports. He packed his backpack with a parachute, which is not uncommon because he's actually oh. a parachuter. Like, oh. he's done it oh, okay. before. Right. Oh, I think you say it's not <laughs> uncommon <laughs> for the pilots to... to See you guys! <laughs> Good <laughs> on you! <yeah. laughs> Doesn't the captain go down with the ship? No, no, no. He packed it with a uh, extra warm clothes and a bright waterproof torch, a whistle oh. and a parachute. Okay. He, the whistle th- was for attracting attention. Yeah. Dead giveaway. He then went on board to do um, some uh, quick uh, so, uh, quick things that would depress the plane, Decompress, so everyone yeah. aboard would be uh, comatose. Yeah, they would lose their it. oxygen. So he's, he's giving them less and less oxygen in the cabin, so that they would pass out. They would pass out. Ugh. Then he went through all their belongings and got all their money oh. as well, so that he would have some extra money. Okay. Um, and then he went until it was out of the radar range around about two thirty a.m. Then he went into the cockpit, slowed down the plane, and took it to three thousand feet. Yeah. Then he would see the lights from a flashing boat, which is where his loved one would be. Yeah. The mistress is on a boat. Yeah, so then he went um, back out and got out of a passenger cabin and opened one of the exit doors from behind the wing and jumped out. Landed on the boat? Yep. And then with 15 minutes, he would have been with the love of his life. Yeah, killing all on board. No, come on. That's so... I mean, it's a very long way to just tell your wife you don't want to be with her anymore. <laughs> Where they believe that he was from a, a culture that wouldn't have accepted it. You also imagine if but he... But wouldn't had... have accepted mass murdering yeah, either. True. Yeah, that is What? The... Yeah. But that also, like, if you saw a pilot packing a parachute, you'd be like, uh, is that completely necessary? But you wouldn't have seen it. They just would have packed their, mm. their bag. But that's, I mean, conspiracy theories. That You know what? This is the thing, right? That's ridiculous. But... Don't you just love hearing a good conspiracy theory story? Yes. I like the more plausible ones, where you go, okay, that could be true. Someone told me that there is all tunnels under Brisbane still, Mm. and that only some people have the key to be able to do all secret meetings. Oh, Oh, yeah, quirky, you'd have keys to those. And a lot of the, I think they were done from back in shipping days when they needed to have all these tunnels that would have done it, and rather than fill them in for buildings, there's still some of them. call quirky and get him to come somewhere. And we'll monitor the traffic and if he pops up real quick, like, where did you get here so fast? I've heard Quirky's got them to put lime scooters in those tunnels. Okay, now you're going too walk. far. <laughs> you're, um, Way too far. They would have stopped and would have been like, what? well, there's one here. Why is it? Where is it? Oh, it's down below. Your grandma's got a good conspiracy theory. <sighs> it's just a conspiracy theory, but yes, she yes. doesn't insure any of her items because she, when she believes that she insures it, she's calling them up and giving details to the companies and there's criminals working for them that have a whole network that then go, hey, did you hear that? There's a lady in Unit 9 yes. that has just registered a artefact yeah. and then they believe that they'll organise crime. So they'd be on the phone to going, it. so list, list your items, yeah, cool, yeah. What are you, what are you doing today? Oh, yeah, just popping down the shops? Yeah. What, what time? What time's that? Oh, yeah? yeah? How long? Just making conversation. How long are you normally out for? Cool. All right, cool. Well, yeah. 13, 10, 60. Let's open up the phones. Oh, God. Do you... I want to hear some. Do you have a conspiracy theory that you believe or one that you've heard? So it's like, 
someone has told me this or I've read this somewhere before. You do. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's not. It's the truth. The FBI <laughs> it, have our fingerprints. It's the, not. The it's FBI, a conspiracy. No, no. Conspiracy until it's proven true. Government agencies actually own Apple, and we every day give them our face. We give them our login details. We give them our thumbprint. Thirteen ten sixty. Safe space. You will get believed, no matter what. What's no matter cons- how ridiculous it is. What's your conspiracy theory? We want to hear yes. them. And- Apparently, we will believe everything you yeah. say. Or what have you heard? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Still no closer to solving the disappearance of flight MH370. Conspiracy theorists believe they know what happened. Yeah, they do. There's a new book that's being released called The Hunt for um, MH370. And one of the wildest claims is that one of the pilots did it so that he could be with the love of his life. It goes into detail of what they believe could have actually happened. So we're talking conspiracy theories this morning. Chloe, have you got one? Yes. Um, back in the day in Fortitude Valley, um, they've got tunnels that uh, connect each club together. Um, so when the police come to stuff at the club or to connect, um, check if there's criminals or whatnot in the club, uh-huh. if they've got a tip-off, um, the owners of the club will smuggle drugs or these bad people underneath the tunnels from... Uh, club the club so they don't get caught. I've heard See, that I heard one. this because remember there used to be a drinking rule where you wouldn't yeah. be able to drink uh, yeah. past 6pm? Yeah. So they believed that they would use those tunnels to be able to, to get people in there. What I love about that, Chloe, is that they're not um, getting the um, bad people out and going home. They're just putting them into another club so they can keep on partying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. I wish we found out because, God, it would be good to have parties down there. Oh, in the tunnels. Yeah. The rumour that I heard from it being on the DJ scene back in the day. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, DJ Party Boy from Toowoomba. Yeah. What did he know about the Valley Tunnels? Uh, well, I knew a DJ who was a resident at the family uh-huh. when okay. it was open. Yeah. And apparently there was a few clubs, not saying it was the family, uh-huh. but he was telling me that there was a person who owned the clubs that were connected. Yeah. So they were all the same owner and that's why. Yeah. They were all sort of connected up. Right. That says that yeah. is you know what? Though. We should go to one of the clubs and see if we can look, because I find that's what security li- really no, like you, when you, you're snipping around. You go and you go, hey, so we want to see the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the what? door? You know, we'll leave the, that up to you this weekend. We're sir. here to see the, <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Emma and Marsden, conspiracy theories. You got one? Good morning, guys. Do you know the Facebook challenge, the 10-year challenge that... They did? Yes. yes. When you put a photo of yourself yep. at two, uh, 2009 and 2019 and saw the difference, yes? Yes. Well, I believe they released it. Um, this is what was said to me as well um, because it was for the government. So they could see how you aged, so if you went missing or something happened, they'll be able to track you easier. I heard that one too. I heard that they too. were collecting data. data. Yeah. yeah. Facial recognition data. Yes. Yep. Did everyone do it? Did you do it, Emma? No, I didn't, actually. Mm. We are going to be one of the safe ones. No, we did it. No. Did we do it? Yes, yeah, Scotty, yeah. our online guy, oh, did it on the hit yeah, Emma, we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> he did it on our 400,000 person strong page on Facebook. <laughs> we okay. did. Yeah, no, we're out. Uh, All this is going to be good because their name is Anonymous. Anonymous. It's like your parents knew this day was going to come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your conspiracy theory? It's, that's you, Anonymous. Yes, it is. Yep, yep. Yes, okay, what you got for us? Okay, um, I'm an ex-forward observer, um, uh, Special Forces, okay. and uh, yep, and um, we're inserted with RID chips. Um, you know your phone booth, your Telstra phone booth, that have got the Wi-Fi signal on top? Yes. Yeah, that's just the cover-up for it. They know they can track us down just due to our top-secret high-level security clearance. Oh. We were classified as a risk. Uh-huh. They can track us down wherever you are in Australia, even though when you're overseas as well. Okay, this is very Jason so Bourne. This, are you this saying is, that this you... This is all for the RID chips that they're trying to implement in getting everyday citizens yeah. with RID chips so they can track it every single member. They don't need a phone anymore. They don't need nothing. All that is just a chip implanted in you. It's just like a dog or your pet or, your, or any pet the of cat. yours. That, yeah. that Did you say there. you have a chip in you? Yep. Yeah, because he's ex-Special Forces and they need to monitor him because he's classified as a I, I, I get that you get this stuff, um, <laughs> but I was just clarifying. Wow. Okay. Uh, with your permission? Um, well, it's something that you sign up for. Yeah. Because if you think about and it, guys... it's for your own safety as well at the end of the day. Mm. Someone that you're classified as a risk and if someone takes you hostage or you get kidnapped... They ping you where you are. I thought they would have yeah. taken it out of you when you left. 
No, they can't really delete all the information and all, and all the intelligence that you know. They've got it all over the years in your head. Yeah. Sorry, the guys are nodding at me like, yeah, what he said, you're an idiot, Abby. I Who's wasn't aware that this was a... It's a thing. Well, neither were we, but we... we just I've seen it in it. movies. It, but it, why, they, why would you still need phone booths anymore? You wouldn't. You don't. No one's using them. Cover. Well, I thought for old ladies. Old ladies can't walk to a phone booth. Yeah. And for people to sleep in, they are useful things. <laughs> but now we know the real thing. Right. Save space. No, save so, space. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to know more. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask more. Anonymous details. has left the building. Thank are you, we, everyone, for your conspiracy wow. theories. <laughs> are we are we okay? Oh, I, there's someone listening in on this conversation right Hopefully, now. otherwise we're out of a job. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here we go again. Oh, we're only a couple of weeks away from the NRL season kicking yeah. off again. I am pumped for Footy to come back. This is this our year. year. I actually think the Broncos have the best shot this year that they've had in a long time. Okay, good. New coach, Wayne Bennett, that old sort of... Guard. Yeah, just cleaned out. Yeah. And I think not having the politics hanging over the team anymore is going to be fantastic for them. So I'm very excited for the Broncos. But yesterday, all the attention was actually on um, North Queensland Cowboys. And you guys would have seen in the news over the past... Sort of four to six months, it has not been a very nice time for the NRL. There's a lot of stories that come out about them, and it's always that thing, well, where the NRL forgave them and still kept a lot of players in their job, where if they were any other job, then they would have been fired. I always say, would have they kept that job if they were in management? Because I understand, we all, want, we all want people to win, so you've got this great footballer who might be doing some bad things, and look, it is really a minority, mm. but you kind of go, well, you want them to go, come on, guys, like, you're playing really good, we want to win, stay there. Well, you've got Greg Inglis, who had the drink driving charge, his first offence, so he got to stay on playing. Ben Barber, who uh, had been kicked out of the NRL before, obviously uh, allegedly assaulted his wife. Did he have um, to do rehabilitation to get back in? Or? Uh, well, he actually went to play in England. I think England or France. Right. I think the problem with Barber there ended up being he was kicked out of the NRL for poor behaviour, went overseas, got paid more money to play over there in a different comp, uh. has come back, not really changed his behaviour or, or had a proper punishment. Mm. Um so therefore, and it's he, unfortunate, isn't it, that oh. he couldn't turn his life around? Yeah. And he's got a he's got a family with yeah. four children. Yeah. The big story yesterday, though, Scott Bolton uh, from the North Queensland Cowboys. NRL star Scott Bolton has just been sentenced in a Sydney court. No conviction has been recorded. The Cowboys forward entered his plea this morning after an indecent assault charge was dropped. So his story was he was at a bar in Bondi last yeah. year. It's been going on for a while. Um, allegedly sat down beside a woman on a couch, uh. and the CCTV footage shows her moving away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he slides closer to her. And this is what I've read in the news, by the way, yeah. all alleged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as she goes to stand up, he grabs her on the thigh. Right. So she's then made um, a complaint about that because, you know, apparently grabbing it that area. Yeah. Um, so he's... They, they kind of downgraded the charge, but yet... You know, they've said you've done the wrong thing there. He has come out and apologised. Mm-hmm. He's been given a ban from the NRL. I believe it's going to be six weeks that they passed down because um, this is a first offence for him. Now, it's come out today that this is not 100% true, but I read that this was going to be one of the punishments, which I thought was a brilliant move yeah. from the NRL and they should bring in. And that is they were apparently going to get that CCTV footage of what he did and they were going to make him go to every NRL team in the competition, mm-hmm. sit down in front of the entire team, play the video of what happened, the CCTV mm-hmm. footage, and talk through his experience, take ownership for what he did, explain to the other players how they've got to stop, and have that embarrassment, that walk of shame of sitting down in front yeah. of all your peers mm. and showing them the grubby behaviour that you've done. I think that's great. If you had to remember, Smith did that from the cricket world, and I feel that they've got a a better understanding about behaviour, and I know that's very rich to do with the ball tampering, but you guys remember they were driven through the the mud just for that, Mm -hmm. but he had to go around to all different schools and do big talks, and it was something that he wanted to do, but he talks about it, about how he was depressed at the situation as well, about, you know, we all make mistakes, and it was it's quite inspiring to have the children 
read that, and it's good for his mm. his um, self worth as well. So I think it's great. There's a famous judge in America. I think it's in Texas, but he does this instead of sending people to jail. He'll get them to stand outside the front of the store that they robbed, and with a sign saying, "I, I stole from this store, and I deeply regret it," or and all these different humiliation punishments as opposed to just standing in jail where you're with other bad people that you're probably like, "Yeah, I robbed a store, cool." You know? Yeah, and true. It, it, it so really worked. He was, you're saying it's not true, though. Well, it's come out today that they haven't said that. Whether that was just rumours of it happening, but I actually hope that this is the type of thing the NRL implement. Because you know what it was like whenever you got in trouble mm. at school or whatever, mm. or if, when you're a teenager, you might have got in trouble with the police. Nothing was worse than going home to your parents or your grandparents yes. and getting in trouble and dis- the look of disappointment. Mm. Apparently at police stations, they will still be open to it when parents will bring in the kids and say, you yeah. need to confess and tell them what you've done. And there's police officers that will actually listen to it. Wow. Mm. So, and then charge them. <laughs> and throw them in the, throw them in the hole. So the, apparently this isn't happening, but when I read it yesterday, I went, this is a brilliant move, and yeah. I think this would be great to have men actually having these discussions and having their, their other male peers mm. disappointed and disgusted in them to, to make them realise mm. this is not acceptable. Especially behavior. go around to the women's um, NRL league as well. Yeah. That's a great They're point. Because especially you probably would be like, you are disgusted at his behaviour, but you don't want to be rude or anything. So when you see him, you'd be like, hey, mate. Like, you wouldn't go, it yeah. was disgusting what you did, by the way, buddy, but if you had to actually have that conversation. Exactly right. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. What are you laughing at, giggles? <laughs> the photo that I posted on my Instagram. The comments. Oh, the parliament photo yesterday. Yesterday we had lunch. We were very grown up, weren't we? Were we? We got invited, <laughs> slash, we invited ourselves to Parliament House uh, with the, the leader of the opposition, Deb Frecklington. Uh, she started by giving us cutlery, which I think was very sweet because she heard that Maddie was going to steal. You, you kept telling everyone you're going <laughs> to steal cutlery there. Well, I didn't. So she gave you one. She bought one of those collectible ones. I didn't think it would be illegal to, <laughs> to take you it. You didn't think it would be illegal <laughs> when you said you were going to steal it. So next time you say you're going to steal a massive portrait, she'll just give us one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we went into, they call it the Strangers Dining Lounge, so you can go in there as a guest. There was a school group in there as well. Mm. We were dining at the same time as the Year 12. Yes, we were. Yes. Uh, look, hey, I posted a photo, though, because I, I can't stop staring at something in particular. People on my Instagram are saying, no, they should be staring at you, Staff, because you, you wore a very flamboyant shirt. Looked amazing. Yeah, it looks amazing. You look like Richard Reid. But I got there earlier, and you walked out of the cab, and I was like... Um, hung your tie's a little bit long. Oh, no, don't talk it down now. You said... I said, the shirt's nice, <laughs> but your tie is very long. And you said, yeah, I know, I can't retie it. Which he's done the schoolboy thing, which is when I used to do as well. You uh, you wouldn't do your tie every day. You would undo it and then loosen it, put it back on and just... Yeah. yeah. But I knew how to tie it up. Yeah. See, full disclosure, that actual tie I was wearing is my sister's wife's uncle's tie. Uh-huh. We got on it at her wedding... And he goes, it's family tradition, we swap ties. So he gave me that tie. Right. And um, So he it, got the height in the family. Yeah, he's really tall. He tied <laughs> it for himself. He said I could then keep it. So then I just put it back on. Yeah. And but don't you have another tie? Yeah, but I wanted to wear the blue. It had a real but sort I of parliament the rule, vibe. I don't know. I thought the rule that it couldn't go past your shirt. But it's supposed so to hit you, the belt buckle. Yeah. The belt buckle. So mm. yours hits uh, past your crutch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could <laughs> probably trip on that. But I didn't want to untie it because I didn't know how to retie it. And I had to wear the tie because that shirt also has a stain on it from the last radio awards when I ate a slider <laughs> and the tomato exploded onto it. There's an issue with the shirt as well, though. The, the shirt that you're wearing is actually a shirt for a uh, dinner um, jacket. It's got a cummerbund in it. Yeah, so yeah. you're supposed to wear a, a um, bow tie with it. I'm fashion forward. I, People I also said you, sh- to, you um, look like you're going to tango class stuff. That's fine. Takes two. Uh, I also <laughs> had to put his cufflinks on for him uh, before yeah, we left. Was, you know how to do those? Well, I just I couldn't get, get okay. to it with my left hand. So we've got hand. a list of <laughs> life skills that you should have by your 30. Can you tie tie? Yes. Yeah. Can everyone also, in our team tie a tie? I can also put cufflinks on by myself. Aaron can't, but Aaron, how old are you, hun? Aaron Sokolenko. 22. He's 22. He's, oh, that's So he's still got a few years to be able to learn because it's yeah. by the time you're 30. So there you go. But there's another list. I just want to check if you've been able to do it. Can you bake? Uh, yeah. Yes. Can yeah, I you play? Can. can I play? Yes. Yeah, cool. Oh, you want to do it yeah. as well. Can you change your tyre? Oh, yeah, I can definitely do that. Yes. Actually, I'm going to renege on the baking. That's a lie. I can't bake. You can't bake. When's no. the last time you baked? You, you can cook a roast, but that's not baking. I've never baked okay. in my life. I can bake. Uh, can you cook eggs? Yeah. Yeah. All right, there we go. Can you drive manual? 
Yes, I can. I only ever learn how to drive manual. Well done. <laughs> Look how excited you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, can you be honest? Mm. Wash laundry and fold it? Yes. Nah. And that's why I don't do it at home, honey. I'm so sorry. I was never shown. Can you correctly open a bottle of wine or champagne? I'm talking about the cork one yes. without a little bit of cork coming out and going, oh, wait a minute, I might need a knife. Can I dig it out? I always, top, always out. snap it. Okay. Yeah. Always, yes. Can you read a map? Um, like an old on. school map. Yeah, but he wasn't born when you were. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say no to that. I'm, I'm, like the old ones where you go for B and then you've got to go past a few pages. What were they called? Rapidexes or UBDs. Yeah. When I was born, I was pretty sure I was immunised and given a GPS, so I've never been able to um, <laughs> to read a map before. And wrap presents. I know you can do that. You're very good at wrapping. Yes, I can do that. Crafty stuff is. Decatage as well. He's great at scrapbooking. He's a great scrapbooker. I've always well, said that about him. Well, then just learn how to tie a tie. There's not many men that know how to tie a tie. Are yeah, there joking? is. You see them every day. Generally, no, it's a, every man knows how to tie a tie. Every a, man does not. No, every man child does not right. know how to, okay. but every yeah. man does. Anyway, I'm going to. like, you know. Bond, James Bond. Would you mind just helping me with my time? <laughs> Don't right. worry, it's a lustic one. Just <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we play 8 o'clock Monday. It will be the 4th. Wow. 4th of March, jeez. March the 4th be with you. Yes. Uh, um, here's your letter if you want to practice to play Alpha Bucks. It's S, S for Silly String. Stab. Oh, yeah, Thanks, Stab. everybody. <laughs> Healthy Women Medical Centre. See a GP who has more time for you. Healthywomen.com.au Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. All right, we're a giving team. We love you guys and we love everyone. So we want we you to love win. everyone more than we love each other. $10,000 right now to show you our love. Hi, Ashley. Hello. Hey, first time on ASO. Welcome. What are you going to do with the money if you win? Um, I'm probably going to keep decorating my house and then take my partner on a well-deserved holiday. Oh, love it. All right, well, we hope you get as much as possible, if not the 10000 You do get $50 for each correct answer, though. Say pass if you can't think quickly. And okay. might have time to come back to it, and each answer needs to start with the letter the stab is about to give you. Okay. Okay. Ash, your letter for this morning is J for jump. J, okay. Okay. Your time will start when I finish the first question, which today is, name an American actor. Pass. Name a type of tree. Pass. Name an occupation. Pass. Name a dessert. Jelly. Name a genre of dance. Jazz. Name a shop in Westfield. Pass. Name a marine animal. Pass. Name a Olympic sport. Uh, pass. Name something that you wear. Jumper. Name a friend's character. Uh, Jimmy, Joey. Oh, oh, sorry. $150, hun. How much, sorry? $150. Oh, awesome. Yeah, well done. A few that you passed on. Uh, American actor Cute. Justin Timberlake, a type of tree, oh. jacaranda, an occupation, journalist for a shop in Westfield, Just Jeans, for a marine animal, jellyfish, for an Olympic sport, javelin, and for a friend's character, Joey, that you had just after the buzzer, but $150. Cool, all right, thank you. All righty, uh, that'll buy you a couple of cushions, hopefully. Yeah. My partner will be happy with that. Yes, guys. Okay, Kmart addiction. Yes. <laughs> guys love decorative pillows oh, by as many as a, possible. Got a, a partner's got a um, Kmart addiction, so mm. love that. Yeah, you can never have enough cushions, I always say. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Abby's Shave for a Cure. I'm going to shave and try and raise as much money as I can. Thank you. You guys know me very well. Yes. You guys know that I get very excited about things. Yes. And then I start to have these little, like, what am I doing? Maybe this is not a good idea. We call it Classic Coleman. She gets us all in on an idea, and at the 11th hour, <laughs> she starts to question it and put doubt in everybody's mind. This is at the first hour, though, with this one, uh, and I know that's because it's all about you, and you don't like having the, the, the focus of attention put on you. It I, I freaks just, you out. It's making me feel uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Well, it's, it's for starters, I had it at 2 a.m. in the morning. I couldn't get back to sleep because I started thinking, oh, my God, I'm not going to have any hair, and that sounds very basic, but I just work out how much 
your hair is your hair is very important to females. Yeah. You guys might know by you, your lady going to a hairdresser. Well, maybe How your hair is very important is. to you as well. It's, you know, it's, it's an important. It's your identity. Yeah. It's your style. But yeah, I can say I think for a man it's different. Like people have said to me, "Oh, you should shave your head as well." I, I mean, I could, but I. I'm not concerned. I go, well, I would grow it back eventually, mm. and it wouldn't take as long. So for me, I think you're brave in the fact that more people, being a woman, more people are going to stop you and point it out than they yeah. would if, I, if oh, a man definitely. did it. Yeah. And I, I've had long hair my whole life. It is 50 centimetres, and people have been sending me photos of them doing it. I go, wow, they're amazing. They've done it in the past. But it's surprising that it's three years on, and it's not to where my hair is yeah. now. And yeah. I just, it's that realisation. But... I've got to forget all that because I want to get back to why I really want to do it. And it is true that there's over 35 people that get diagnosed with leukemia each day. Yeah. And uh, the blood wow. disease kills more than all the other cancers um, combined, which is, is sad, yeah. um, but it is true. So that's why I want to raise as much as possible. And I promised Bridget, a little girl that's fought leukemia twice. So if she can do that, then I can shave my hair. I'm just nervous I won't get to my goal. Yes. Um, we want $50,000. Stav and I said it, we've got to get to fifty grand. That's yes. a number we've picked for you. You wanted to go lower, but I think it's worth a lot more because it's a great cause. Right now we're at 9797 If you go to our Facebook page, there's a link at the top. Um, if you want to personally donate a couple of dollars, every dollar counts. But if there are businesses listening, if you go and donate, we'll make it worth it to you. It's tax deductible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, we'll mention your businesses on the air. So yes. if you want to throw in you know, 500 bucks as a business or 1000 bucks or something, um, we'll give you that value back on the air on our show by mentioning you guys and make sure everyone knows you're the hero of this. <clears throat> what am I going to do with the hair? Because I know that a lot of the people are saying I should donate it to Wigs and 131060 if you have an idea. Because Manny wants to... What did you want to do with it? He wanted to give away for voodoo dolls. So if anyone hates me and they want to pay money <laughs> to get didn't. a snippet, then well, I'm willing to do that. If you're a scientist and you want to clone her, that's a good way if to get I a DNA. If I gave it away, uh, would I be in trouble if anyone commits a crime with my hair? You could be, yes. I always wonder that. Ah, You'd want to have an anti alibi, but your alibi would get you out. If they found a piece of your hair at a crime scene, but you were home with the three kids and your husband, you're going to get off. Uh, I'm sorry, that alibi doesn't work. The dead man is your husband. (laughs) Ooh, and the hair's still on your head. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought, uh, if it can be done, can we shave it clean enough that we turn it into a wig, and then we could sell it or auction it off or something, or... You, That's do your actual you, uh, hair. you know what? You can do whatever you want to do with it if I get the money. What I found amazing is what they actually do with it as well is they use it to clean up oil spills. Yeah. Uh, like Wait, a big mop. We could braid it into bracelets. Oh, yeah. I want to know if anyone has um, had cancer and they got one of the wigs because rumour has it that they're up to $8,000. Wow. For a wig? You pay for eight a, grand for, for a wig. For a week. Wow, that's expensive, isn't it? Very expensive. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Abby's Shave for a Cure. I'm going to shave and try and raise as much money as I can. Thank you. Oh, keep it together. I couldn't, though. I, I, promised a, uh, I promised a young girl that I would do it when uh, she was going through leukaemia. And I just saw what her and her family um, went through and how much the Leukaemia Foundation helped her. I just wanted to do something. I wanted to give back. I made a promise to whoever is up there. Make her okay and I will do it. So I'm committed to do it in a couple of weeks' time. Two weeks today. The elevator elevator technician was like, I'll do what I can. (laughs) I know. How old was she when you made this promise to her? Uh, Well, I made the promise to her last year that I was going to do it, but she was fighting leukemia when she was around about three and then went through it again a couple of years later. Now she's 10. 10, She's 10, yeah. Wow. Although in my mind, I always think she's... (laughs) I know, always yeah. Now, at the moment, if you go to our Hit 105 Facebook page, the top of the page, we've pinned a link to donate. We're at $9,838. We, surely we can get to 10000 by the end of today's show. So please go there and donate. Every dollar counts. And like we said, if businesses write a message of the business that they're donating, um, we'll give you guys a plug on the air. Yep. Yes. Obviously, we're doing this for charity, so we are going to be honest with you. The bigger the donation the better the plug. Yes, you can come on and sell whatever you want to. (laughs) But we want to know what to do with the hair because I know that um, a a lot of it is given away and Uh, I've had a lot of different requests that come through that I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. (laughs) That's a bit different. (laughs) Robert, we'll have uh, Abby's half a metre long hair. What do we do with this hair? Well, the smart option would be to go to the weeds. Let's have some fun and get it made into a whip and then she can either whip her husband into line or whip the both of you guys into line. Oh. Oh, Robert, I... 
Oh my god, Robert! I just I love your thinking. <laughs> Gee, it would be a good one, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Just pachoo, pachoo. That's like a, with that's a little. Your, that's your whip noise. Pachoo. What's yours? <laughs> well, you hear it more than me. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like a good whip? <laughs> right. So turn it into a whip. Okay. It's, it's I like it. Box. I like it. Amanda in Albany Creek. What should I do with it? Hi, Abby. I think what you're doing is fantastic, first of all. So I just wanted to say well done on that. Um, But what about um, looking into a company in America? What they do is they actually take the donated hair and they make it into a wig and they make wigs for children that are going through chemotherapy. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. You can can get uh, a bunch of people that have got long hair, you know, guys, girls, get their ponytails cut off and get it sent over to the States to make wigs. And you've got very, you've got a lot of thick hair there, so I reckon you'd probably do two or three children's weeks yeah. Yeah, out of your would. hair. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Great one. Well, 131060, that's our number. We're trying to decide what do we do with Abby's hair once it gets shaved off. Someone said you can make it into like a doll's hair. I'll have some. For a- your children to. Abby Barbies or something. Abby Barbies. I thought they meant like dolls, not a Barbie. Yeah, or a Barbie doll. Like, how many Barbies do you reckon it would be? Oh, that'd be a good. That'd be a flotilla of Barbies. Do you reckon I get to choose a politically correct Barbie? <laughs> Not if it's modelled after you, no. That's true. <laughs> Ex promo girl Barbie. <laughs> Zach in Fortitude Good girl Valley. Barbie. Yes, let's make it good girl Barbie. Oh god. Hey Zach, what do you think I should do with the hair once I shave it off for shave for a cure? Oh, definitely, definitely towards the wig. Uh, my daughter got diagnosed um, just before her seventh birthday, and we went down the path and purchased her a week because, look, it's all about during the trauma of that time in their lives, just still wanting them, wanting your kids to feel normal. Yeah. Um, yeah and you can't put a value on that, but I would plead anyone, if anyone listening that has got some spare money to put towards this, do it because I tell you what, the value that that brings to somebody's life in making that product available, um, guys, get on board. This, this is a great cause. So the weeks are not cheap to buy as a parent in that situation. Mm. Yeah. And what we did at, at the end of our period of, of requirement for that was we actually donated a back in um, so that somebody else could, could then, yeah, lift their little girl up yeah. and, and yeah. have her still feel normal through that period. So, Absolutely. yeah, everyone get on board. Do you want to ask like, how your little girl's going now? Yeah, fantastic. She still has... Um, her particular cancer was in her thigh bone, uh, so she's got a, a prosthetic bone in her leg now. She just reasons two weeks ago um, went to another little bit of surgery just to level her up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're four years out now, um, and she's just a beautiful ray of sunshine. Yeah, um, oh. yeah magnificent. Well Lovely. done, Zach. Yeah, I think I I do have to do that to make a wig. Because, Zach, you would know, with all the treatment that was going through, I could imagine for a, a little girl losing her, he- her hair would be the most confronting at that point. Oh, when they get at that stage, when everything's so unknown and yeah. new, and now anything you can do to retain some some kind of normal. Um, the, wig, the wig isn't natural, but I tell you what, it's as close to normal as you can get at that point. And, and as a parent, anything you can do, you do for, for that. Thanks for your call, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Thank so you, Zach. Are you going to make a wig? Yes, and I'm going to keep the smallest <clears throat> amount just to make a whip. Uh-huh. <laughs> you reckon you're going to find a kid that doesn't mind having black roots? They diet stuff. Do they? <laughs> That's all the rage these days, anyway. All the girls are well, doing... The joke's going to be on you. I'm going to shave it to the roots, and I'm going to have my <laughs> natural colour. And it's going to be curious to see what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that story there, though, from Zach, yeah. that there is exactly the reason why you're doing this. Yep. You know, you hear, hear there's parents out there, there's families who go through this horrendous disease. And I just want to, I wanted to, I want to show them that there are people out there that might not have kids that are going through it, but we appreciate what they have gone through. And there's people out there that are thinking of others to be able to do it. So that is why I, I do want to shave my head, try and raise as much as I can. All right, well, we want $10,000 by the end of the show. We're going for 50 in total. Please, everyone in Brisbane, donate the link on our Facebook page. And like we said, businesses in the comments, put your business there. Yes, or call up 131060, pledge. Yeah. The bigger the donation, the more love we'll give you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. It's a Friday, which means we look back in everything we've done throughout the week. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen.
Well, TV royalty called through to the show this week. Hello, I'm Tracy Grimshaw. Welcome to A Current Affair. And I learned that this sound is a trigger for her. Just got a terrible fright. I always get a terrible fright. Sometimes the director will do that to me when I'm sitting in the studio with 10 minutes to on air and I sit up straight. Oh, <laughs> oh so i got the time so, wrong. Yeah, right. That yeah. audio for you has got like got a, a... trigger. Come on. A trigger. Yeah. I also learnt that they're changing the name of a current affair. They're trying to appeal to the youth. Acca. Acca? You got, you call you got it your Acker? nickname? Acca. <laughs> Yeah, Acker. Acker or ACA. Yeah, yeah I like Acker. Acker is a bit of a mouthful, yeah. so we're Acker or ACA. Heard ACA, never Acker, but that's what I'm going to do it. Okay. okay, all right, let's go with Acker. Yeah, okay. Can you, can you open it like, can you, tonight on Acker? Right. I thought everyone knew that anyway. No, 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 it's, it's very, very cool. Perfect. Right, we'll, we'll, I'm we'll going to play you, I'll play you the intro and you call it Acker. I want to hear it, um, how it would sound on the air. Here we go, ready? Hello, I'm Tracy Grimshaw. Welcome to Acker. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Seems a bit short now you've said it like that. <laughs> As you know, our abs is now a mum of three. I was desperate to have a third child. Love of my life, that little boy. But I wasn't expecting people to be so caught up on the gender. People come up to me and they'll go, oh, you've got three boys. What a shame. She's found these comments, as anyone would, a little offensive. I was in tears because I was like, why are people dismissing my third boy? It's a good thing she knows how to bite her tongue. It's ridiculous that you've got so many boys mm. in the house. And I said, mm. well, I know we've started up a GoFundMe page if you want to put in for tissues and hand cream. Oh, my oh, God, Abby. Abby. I know. Oh, this is the inappropriate one. My friend wasn't <laughs> happy with that. She said, I'm not allowed to say that. Of course I learned. Abs ain't alone. There's families all over Brisbane getting these very same comments. What comments do you I've got five daughters and I always get, oh my gosh, are they yours? So mostly we just get that we're mad because we have six kids under ten. You're mad. <laughs> <laughs> we always used to get comments from random strangers saying, you know, oh, they say, oh, they're twins. And I'd say, oh, no, they're triplets. So I just leave the ugly one in the car. <laughs> you know, just, uh, <laughs> can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Generally speaking, I love it when you guys call our show. But lately, not so much. I'm just driving to work and I have to say, Merging. Oh my God. Merging. Oh, <laughs> 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 getting sick of everyone calling about merging, but it's true, Alana. With that said, you've been spending the last two weeks sneaking on the air. Just wanted to say good on everyone for being working parents, but I think it would definitely help if, um, if every parent on the road also used the zipper rule. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this massive billboard advertising you guys. Speaking of billboards, Maddie, yeah. zipper rule. Is that a freeway for most big billboards? Yeah. I just wanted to talk to you, Jeez. Maddie, about co-writing a children's book with me. Oh, that's an oh, interesting a choice. Yeah, I want to write a book called The Zipper Rule because I know that you're so passionate about merging. <laughs> that delivery. That was great. Was a brilliant. Yeah. Stop calling about <laughs> merging. <laughs> I will give it to her, the delivery. She had me. If that wasn't enough, I learnt Stab's quite the unsupportive friend. He jumped on board the joke too. Yeah, every week I like to hit the recording studio and pet a little ditty. I got uh, a suggestion from a listener. And I want you to talk about merging. Mm. Oh. The Zipper Rule. Oh, what an excellent idea. We're on a highway When you're merging You do it wrong Stop ringing with merging questions <laughs> So funny Now you may have heard there's a little TV show That's starting to pick up It's called Married at First Sight Married at First Sight fave character, well everyone's fave character, is Inez. Shut the f*** up. You know, this chick. Shut the f*** up. We are desperate to chat to her, so we've been, well, asking slash begging for her to call the show. She lives here in Brisbane. Inez, our number is 131060. Call us. I just want to talk to Inez. Inez, please call our show. Please, please, please. So this week, we seized our opportunity. Martha, who is also on Married at First Sight, called through. We learnt she's good friends with Inez, so we had a text conversation through Martha. Can you flick her a text and say that we'd like to talk to her? Like right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, we've got time. All right, I just texted in I go to the Brisbane radio station want to talk to you. Like right now, they're waiting. Right, hit 105. Yeah. 
105. The guy that's been creepy to you on Instagram. No, no, no don't no, say that. No, he no, just, the, he dots, just... the dots, I know they've even got my number. I can't. I can't. Uh, that's what she said? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you write, please? Oh, no, don't write, please. Just say, we, we actually hope she's okay. Okay, I love you and hope you're okay. Right. So you guys might hear from her today. Woohoo! Oh, thank you. Martha, you're I the know, best. I know, look how excited you guys are. Uh, <laughs> all right. We like talking to you <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but... you're good. You're good. We'll get yeah, you on together. Sure, sure, sure. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. The world exclusive interview with Inez from Married at First Sight through text with Martha at Married at First Sight. Woohoo! We're on it. That's what I've learned this week. You can catch up on it all again at hit105.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Best day of the week. This is how we celebrate the end of the show on a Friday. It's F-O-E-F. Oh, oh, no more work today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Took a while. I started celebrating this, saying no one works a full day on a Friday. Let's get out of here. The two of you were like, no, nah, you got to work a full day. But like anything, if we don't join Maddie, it's going to end horribly wrong. So we got on board and we said we are a team. <laughs> we are a we team. It's easier. You. It's easier. We do that with a lot of things in our lives, Sav, don't uh, we? Yeah, I go, hey, I've got this great idea. You guys go, <laughs> nah, see you later, buddy. <laughs> anyway. That. Ciao. So 13, 10, 60, we're celebrating you. What time are you supposed to be uh, working to? What time are you finishing? Peter and Ipswich, celebrate How you going? fun off early Friday. Good, mate. That's good. I'm uh, finishing at 11.30. Hey, oh, nice What time work. are you supposed to finish today? Uh, I don't really have a set time. I'm a delivery driver. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, time just finish when I finish. Yeah. Living yeah. the dream. <laughs> Troy and Kieran. No, Troy, Toby. Toby and Kieran and Eaton's Hill. Hey, boys. How you going, mate? Good. How you going? Good. Hi. <laughs> you guys Hi. finishing up early? Yeah, Kieran's driving us home now. Sweet. Have you? Are you yeah, leaving? We're just, just going to swing by Bunnings and get a snack first, and then head home. Oh, oh. what a what a dream day! What time are you yeah. supposed to finish? Ah, uh, two thirty. Hey, good. And work. what do you do for work? Ah, uh, plumbers. Oh, oh, yeah, nice yeah. one. Yeah, you guys yeah. charge the most the these world days. Yeah, yes, you, you do. do. You yeah. do. <laughs> That's what they say. Plumbers make the world go round. Enjoy your snag, yeah. boys. <laughs> Mike in Curralee, what time are you finishing work today? Well, um, I spent 45 minutes driving to work. Yep. Uh, I normally start at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Uh, I got to the car park and work at work and thought, nah, flag it, I'm going home. So I didn't even start. <laughs> Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I work in warehousing, so ah. it's a 24-hour thingy, so I thought, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. I love where you still drove, so you still got to listen to us, so yeah. Mike, that's a bit of a win. <laughs> well, I suppose so, but, you know, I wasn't planning on staying at home, and it wasn't until I saw the place that I thought, nah, can't do it. That's fine. It's I'm all... not getting the vibe today. Yeah, it's fine. It's in a warehouse. It's not a full moon, so you're fine. Go home. <laughs> Good on you, Mike. Because <laughs> then it would just yeah, be a normal house. Yeah. Until yeah. the full moon full. when it becomes a warehouse. Hey, Stav. <laughs> oh, I'm done. See, you can tell I've checked out. Stav, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, that's the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As you know, F-O-E-F. See ya. Bye. Bye.